Let's get this thing cranking, man. Let's do, let's do this shit. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party naked. Shit happens when you party naked. Get them titties out. Get them kitties out. Get them cooters out. Get them pooters out. Shit happens when you party. Naked. What's good, motherfuckers? Welcome to Shit Happens When You Party Naked. My name is Jason Almy. I'm the host of this bitch. This episode of Shit Happens When You Party Naked is brought to you by Liquid Death Mountain Water. Liquid Death Mountain Water is the most delicious mountain water. It comes in a can because fuck you if you drink out of a bottle. I said it. Bottles are not as recyclable as you'd like to think. These cans are like 98% recycled cans. Uh, So drink water from a can. I know it looks like a beer, but it's not. It's not alcoholic. It's not an energy drink. It's not filled with caffeine or artificial sweeteners, uh, corn syrup, or other bullshit. It's just mountain water. Or you can get sparkling mountain water, which is what I prefer. So go check out liquiddeath.com. Use code word PARTYNAKED at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order, which is fantastic. It makes it cheaper than uh, going to Whole Foods and buying the shit. What you can't get at Whole Foods is the merch. So the water is my favorite water. It's the best water, in my opinion. They've also got some really sick fucking merch, like the Liquid Death sweatpants I'm wearing right now as I record this. They're fucking awesome. So their merch, they got sweatpants, they got hats, they got sweatshirts, T-shirts. They've got uh, some really, really awesome shit. Their brand is very cool. So uh, they've really got some great art assets and stuff like that that look great on a hoodie and shit. So go check out some of their merch. You're not going to find that at Whole Foods. And you're going to get 10% off of that shit as well. So go uh, liquiddeath.com. Party Naked is the code to use at checkout. Go fill your cart up with water and some merch and a hat and shit like that. And uh, enjoy the shit because it's awesome. So quit being uh, some drunk fuck who drinks too much caffeine and energy drinks. That stuff is no good for you anyway. It'll make your dick soft. But you know what Liquid Death will do? It'll make your dick hard because you're staying well hydrated. And uh, you'll be supporting the show as well. I thank you very much. Tonight, I got a very special guest joining me. This guy is coming from all the way over in merry old England. I think he lives right next door to the Queen. I think I saw him when I was watching The Crown. This is the man who runs You Suck Podcast Network. That's U-S-U-K. Okay, people? The You Suck Podcast Network. His name is Lord Sir Alex Whiteley. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hello there. How are you? I'm going to put this. Uh, I'm going to really accentuate the English accent for the whole of the Sphinx, just for your listeners. Hello. Please, for the whole of this. For the whole of this. I like it because I'm going to just tell everybody I got Ricky Gervais on my podcast, and they're going to believe me because you just you sound just like the motherfucker. <laughs> 
that that probably wasn't the best way to say it. I don't sound like Ricky Gervais because that was a very much a Ricky Gervais laugh. <laughs> it really was. It's like the more you try to fight it, the more it's true. The more it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy to quote Macbeth, your boy Shakespeare <laughs> over there. You know what I'm saying? That's how I learned about the self-fulfilling prophecy because those witch bitches like told Macbeth he needs to be King of England. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going to kill all these motherfuckers and become King of England. Look, I pay attention to English shit in my English <laughs> literature class. Uh, but you do sound just like Ricky Gervais, uh, and maybe it's because all of you people sound the same. You people. Oh, we do. We we do. Do we? I don't know. Maybe, uh, we've got very rich accents like, across the uh, the small island that we are. We've got so many interesting, yeah. beautiful accents. But, I agree. Actually, I didn't mean to say that you guys all sound the same because that sounded bad. And also, <laughs> it's not true because I'll watch a season of The Crown. And they're talking all British and shit, but it's like proper. It's like proper British, like like pinkies out when you're having a, a tea or whatever. And then I'll watch like Snatch or something like that, and it's like Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I've never seen Peaky Blinders, but I imagine it's it's similar, right? And you got like, yeah, they're still English people, they're still Brits, but they like they talk a little different, and it's like that over here too. Like, you know, you got your upper crust kind of high society, and they talk one way, they talk one kind of American, and then you got your folks who drop out of high school, and they talk a whole different other kind of American. Well, I think what I've learned is it doesn't matter how uh, a region speaks; it's, there's dirtbags everywhere, isn't there? You know. There's always someone out there or a group of people that are just like the same as everybody else, you know? Um, and uh, that's what I love about society. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you're from. There's always going to be someone that fits the bill for you. You know, I, I agree 100%. That's what I love about society too. Cause no matter where you go, there's always someone willing to sell you drugs. You could buy drugs <laughs> no matter where you go. You just find the scumbag who talks funny and you ask him if he's got the drugs that you want to buy. And then chances are he's got drugs for you and you buy the drugs. It's awesome. I love it. You can get drugs in England. You can get drugs in the U.S. You can really get drugs in Mexico, um, <laughs> although you might get killed in the process. I think in the U.K. and the U.S., you're probably a little safer buying drugs because they want you to come back for more. So they're not going to shoot yeah. you in the face because you're a customer. Well, I mean, like, you know, you could be uh... – you could be, you know, in the in the the the, the, the council estates, the, the rough areas of the UK. You're gonna get you're gonna get your drugs, or you could be at a royal ascot, the horse races with the big hats and the suits and the stuff, and you're still gonna be able to buy your cocaine from there. So it doesn't really matter. Doesn't That's what really I'm matter. saying. There's drugs for rich people and there's drugs for poor people. It's like the thing that could bring us all together. It's like we're focused on all this division <laughs> right now. You know, these are tumultuous times. I mean, American politics even affect people in other countries like yourself. And it's like, even people like you are like, Hey, I've had it up to here with this shit. We're all so divided. We need to focus on the things that can bring us back together. And, uh, I think humanity's rampant love of, uh, drugs and illicit substances that fuck you up is the thing that we need to focus on. It's going to bring us together. You know what I'm saying? Like what can brown people and white people and Mexican people and Chinese people, maybe not Chinese people because they're all doing their homework and shit, but brown people and white people <laughs> and Mexican people at least, what do we got in common? We love drugs. Let's hold hands and do drugs, people. Let's do drugs. Well, I mean, I'm not a big drug taker, to be fair. I used to be. Well, yeah. more, more, more the weed and stuff. Yeah. I did used to. Um, not so much anymore. That's more Bruno. That's, that's uh, Tom Bruno. Yeah, but oh, I, I think. 
It's different over here. It's different in Vermont. In Vermont, you can go to jail for not smoking weed. They'll put you in jail for not having it. When the cop pulls you over, he'll be like, do I smell weed? And you'll be like, no, that's an air freshener. He's like, you don't have any weed in this car at all. You're like, absolutely not. Okay, I'm going to need to search this vehicle. And he searches the whole vehicle. He the drug dogs. They're going in and out the <laughs> trunk. And then they finally, 45 minutes later, you've been sitting on the side of the road. People have been driving by, rubbernecking you the whole time. And finally, the cop's like, all right, we didn't find one trace of weed. Sir, you're coming to jail. We're taking you in. Because you got to you smoke. Act, you act in this crazy and you're not on drugs? Yeah. Like, uh, you go into a, you go to a hospital. That's where you're going. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the great state of Vermont. If you don't have any weed, you're going to jail, motherfucker. It's different <laughs> over there, right? Do they let you guys smoke weed over there? Is weed cool or is weed still not cool over there? Uh, no, it's not legal. It's not legal. Okay. But like, I think there are bigger problems. There are bigger problems out there at the moment. And it's all that uh, spice shit that's going on at the moment. The stuff that makes people go all this fucking... Yeah. The spice shit, I, as bad as it is, <laughs> I hear these stories about people who just lose their mind. They turn into like flesh-eating zombies. They like seriously like <laughs> rip each other's faces off and they'll start eating the face off some old dude in Florida or something. And it kind of makes me want to try it. Like oh, I, I'm kind of like that. Sounds like a high, y'all. Let's do that. Like, <laughs> do you want to end up as a fucking uh, a viral video of you rolling around on a flatbed truck trying to gnaw your own knee off or something? I mean, if it gets me more uh, clicks and subscribers on shit happens when you party naked, yeah, I'll do some fucking spice <laughs> on the internet and let you guys film it. I don't give one fuck. Do it. Sell your sell your soul to the spice devil. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but what if they made weed legal? Don't you think that would mean less people would want to buy the weird like bath salts that might make you crazy and just smoke a little bit of herb because that's all natural and shit? I mean, I kind of feel like there's a lot of really bad drugs out there that people do that maybe they would do less of if they could legally do weed. I don't know if they need to like talk to Colorado and Maine and find out how those states are doing with the like really bad shit, but. How, how do you, how do you guys deal with it in America with people that got mental health issues? Because obviously you just sell it to anyone, or if you, if, if you got mental health issues, are you not allowed to buy it? Or what was no? What's the deal I, with that shit? I don't really think over here that there's any like there's not a whole lot of shit you can't do because of mental health, right? It's like a hard way. Like I look, I might have some mental health issues. I'm going to be real frank with my <laughs> listeners right now. If you guys have heard more than five minutes of this episode, if you've heard any of the previous episodes, you know, you understand I might have a couple of screws, loose. not in a, not in a violent way, but you never know. You mix the right <laughs> amount of bath salts and spice into me and maybe it does become violent. I feel like I am sort of like half a crazy person, especially when you get a little caffeine in me. So what if you up the ante to like meth, which is caffeine on steroids basically, and we could get really, we could get really crazy, but I, there's like nothing that says I'm a crazy person, like across my forehead. Like if I have to show my license to somebody to purchase something, not that I ever really buy stuff that requires a license, but if I was going to buy like a carton of cigarettes or something, or if I was going to go into a bar for a show or something, I got to show my license. There's no like stamp on my license that says, this is a psycho person. Don't feed this motherfucker drugs or alcohol. You know, there's just no way to tell someone's crazy unless they're really batshit crazy. And then they're like, they're like masturbating while talking to a knife and, and you're not going to get near them because they're like jer jerking with their left hand and they're brandishing like a large like um crocodile dundee he's one of your boys right crocodile dundee knife and and you just don't want to get near it's that Australian. crazy person 
Australian. Yeah, same, same, right? He's Australian, mate. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, some you, you guys in in America recently have been uh, really showing your uh, your crazy colours. You know, the, the comment sections on most political COVID related. Uh, if it's anything to do with anti-vax shit, like, I mean, oh, the yeah. comment sections on those posts are just fucking, yeah, they're another level. Right? I think you that's need- an opportunity to, like, I think the comment section, especially when it's um when it's anonymous, like, you can just fucking say whoever you want. Like, I'll say shit I don't mean, you know? Like, I'll get on there and just say wild shit just to get a response. I don't, I think sometimes that's not a true barometer of how crazy a people are or is, a people is. Yeah, that doesn't sound right, but I think grammatically that is correct. Uh, tell me if I'm right, Englishman. A people is, right? Because I'm referring to the people as like one cohesive unit. Grammatically, a, is a that person, correct? A person is, people is, are, because it's... But if I'm talking about so multiple what? people, like if I'm talking about a room full of people, all of those people are crazy in that room because it's got pads yeah. on the wall. But if I'm talking about like a people, like like a, the American people, now I'm talking about like a, a people, right? I don't know. I'm yeah, going to need to yeah, call. But you're still talking about multiple people, even if it's just you're singling it down into a, a people. Their people are crazy. Your people, man, they're crazy. They are crazy. Oh. You know? Otherwise I thought you people were supposed to be good at grammar. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't consider myself a grammar Nazi. But, like, you know, sometimes I'd be like, whoa, fucking, where did you go to school? <laughs> yeah whoa like fucking hell yeah i dropped out after 10th grade but tom's all on the weed and and vermont is cool with it maine is cool with it new hampshire where i'm at we're right in the middle of vermaine uh, of vermont and maine we're like a yeah. we're like the we're like the meat in that sandwich in the vermont maine sandwich so we don't give a fuck it's like um it's not legal but it's decriminalized which is sort of like eh. It's still illegal, but we don't really give a shit. We're not going to like bust your balls unless you got a whole brick and you're like selling it. Like the same as getting a speeding ticket sort of thing, if you get it. Yeah. yeah it's like it's, slap on the wrist. Yeah. It's like one of those things. So like, oh, you, you don't have your med card. Okay. Well, you can, you know, they, I don't even know if they take it away from you anymore. You but they, they definitely you don't. Like a whole attic full of like plants being grown. Then you like go to jail. Yes. Like. Yeah. So you can still get thrown in, in jail if they like, if they, if they, um, I think they they used to like look at your power, like how much power you're using, because those like those UV lights like suck up the power. So if you got like a really which big, roof hasn't got snow on it, like sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like which roof, which house is like glowing at fucking three in the morning with like uh, purple like black lights coming out all the windows that have been like taped over and shit like that. But yeah, you could still get in trouble here for that. For, but in Maine, you can grow your own. My brother-in-law, Christina, my sometimes co-host Chrissy, her brother. My brother-in-law, he lives in Maine, just twenty minutes from here, just on the other side of the the, the state line. And when we were over there last summer, he's like, "Hey, look at my plants. He's got like plants growing outside his house for marijuana." And he had these cute little weed plants. I'm like, "What are you gonna do with those? Those are cute." Teeny it's little like um, Ethan Suplee and without a paddle, you know, running around uh, copious amounts of weed plants with a shotgun. Get off our weed, boy! <laughs> <laughs> That's scary shit too, right? Because like weed mm. always has this, weed has this very, um, I don't know, at least in the United States, I don't know how the like the the public thinks about weed over there. But over here, weed is sort of like, 
Nobody smokes weed and then goes and like wipes out a school bus full of children. Nobody smokes no. weed and then like shoots up a school. I mean, people do because other drugs. Down and listen to the Fugees, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you, you pop on a, a record, you put on a movie, you like giggle and shit. You know, like you're a lazy bat. I mean, people worry about you being a burnout if you smoke too much weed, but they don't worry that you're going to suddenly get motivated enough to like get uh, a machine gun and start mowing people down. Like the weed smokers are usually safe folks over here. Um, but I, it's, it's weird how once it becomes a big business and you got these guys like out in the woods in some rural area in one of these States like uh, Wyoming or Montana, we got States that are like the size of fucking England that have like 10 people living in them. So it's like, and Maine uh, actually up Maine is like, it's like um, more bears than people. And <laughs> so you could have like this huge grow operation that no one could come across for, for years and years. Although in Maine, it's legal. So you wouldn't have to kill someone for coming across your grow operation. But like they start getting violent over this shit too. It's, it's really unfortunate because I thought weed was supposed to make people chill and mellow and peaceful. But it's money at the end of the day, isn't it? When, 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 it, when it's an operation like that, it's yeah. not necessarily about the drug and what it does to you, it's about your business yeah. and what you do to protect it, you know, I guess. Oh, but do you know what? Weed has is, is, is shocked me because, like, I used to smoke a lot of weed uh, when I was younger, when I was in my teens, late teens, early 20s sort of thing. Um, but I started working in support, working with young people. And, um, you know, young people, being young people, smoke weed, and they're like, you, it can't be allowed. It's, it's quite bad. You know, it can be quite bad. And I've actually seen... Oh, this is crazy to say. I've actually seen weed destroy people. And I, mm. I, I mentioned this to Bruno before and he's going, what the fuck? Really, dude? What the fuck? And it's it's all about, it is about mental health and your strength as a person. Like, because you can only be, it doesn't matter what your vice is, whether it's weed, whether it's uh, booze, whether it's fucking porn, whatever it is, man. If it's going to send you over the edge because you've got serious mental health issues, then you should probably stay away from it because it will fuck you up in the end, you know? Um, yeah and i've seen it happen i have seen it happen it's crazy i've seen that's some crazy shit but um you know uh, i think uh kevin smith is he's got that, that saying doesn't he handle your high doesn't matter what it is you know just if if it starts taking over your life and starts making things a little bit if it becomes the most important thing rather than paying for the the rent on your house and feeding your kids then that's when you got a problem sort I, shit out man i think uh I've seen weed do that. I mean, this is probably an unpopular opinion amongst my particular circle of friends as well as um, maybe even just internet and podcast folks in general. But like, I I do know some folks who really probably, and I mean, this is pure speculation, but I know some folks who probably would have accomplished more at this point in their life if they didn't smoke weed four times a day. And so I'm not saying that I don't want Bruno to hear this and think I'm judging him. I mean, I am judging him, but for a lot more <laughs> than just, I'm judging him for having a Dexter kill room in his background. Every time he appears on video, he's got plastic <laughs> hung up. Like he's about to fucking murder people. There's going to be like an arterial blood spray everywhere. And I'm going to like see it go down the wall behind him. Cause he's got fucking plastic everywhere. I'm worried about him being a serial killer. And I judge him for that. I don't judge him for smoking copious amounts of weed at all hours of the day, but there are <laughs> behind some the scenes behind the scenes at you. Soccer are, are fun. I got to tell you, uh, <laughs> I've seen, dude, I've seen some of the chats. I've heard some of the stories, man. There's some funny shit yeah. that goes on with y'all peoples. Yeah, How'd you find crazy. that Bruno guy anyway? Uh, like we find most people these days over the internet. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I started doing a show called Thorskin, which you've been on. You were on yeah. Thorskin a while yes, ago. Yes, I know? love that a... podcast. I'm sorry you don't do that anymore. I love that show. Yeah, there are reasons why it's not we're not doing it anymore. But yeah, I started doing that with my 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 good friend here in the UK, uh, Jimmy. And yeah. Jimmy was a selfish fuck and decided to have a kid. Uh, and just like, you know, selfish fuck. I took over his life. How dare he? What kind of How fucking assholes he? have kids, man? I don't know. What the fuck, man? Um, <laughs> so I needed a new co-host. Um, me and Tom Bruno were admins of the Garmy page, which is um, the the fan page for Ralph Garman, who does Hollywood Babylon. Uh, okay. Which is a big, big, huge show. So we were admins on that group, and uh, I threw up on the admin uh, group. So like, I need a, I need a new co-host. Uh, Tom was like, hey, I'll fucking do it. No fucking way. And I was like, okay, uh, um, have you got a microphone? He's like, no. And I had, <laughs> I just upgraded, <laughs> I just upgraded. Have you, has he told you the story about the orange fucking microphone? No, I don't think so. Um, um, I, I'd upgraded my kit. I'd bought a mixer and a proper microphones, you know. I was yeah. like, oh, la do da. Uh, so I had this little, little uh, blue snowball. It was orange, actually orange. Um, and so I sent it to him. I sent it into him in a shoebox, in a Timberlake fucking shoebox. And it got to him uh, a couple of weeks later. He got there. And we started podcasting like fucking yeah. great. And do you know what? The moment he, he powered up that microphone, that guy is a fucking natural genius when it comes to just chatting on that. He's brilliant at what he does. And it's natural. And it, um, I fell in love with him from the moment we, we hit record, honestly. And it hasn't stopped, man. Mm. If... Um, if we were if we lived next door to each other, or if we were, we were in uh, going to the pub sort of distance, we'd be mates for life. Honestly, yeah. we are going to be anyway. But it just goes to show, doesn't it? You know. But it's I'm hard when you can't when you can't see each other in real life, and you can't embrace, and you can't touch your penises together and shit. I, exactly. It's really docking, man. Docking would have exactly. been great. Exactly, yeah. it would have been. Tom would be perfect <laughs> for it because he's not circumcised and he has a prodigious foreskin. You could put anything in there. You could put anything. Yeah, he has, he in there. doesn't have a foreskin. I mean, sorry, Tom, for divulging that, but he gives me shit for having a foreskin all the time. He's like, "Yo, you Brits, you like dirty motherfuckers. You all got foreskins and shit." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, like, so, I hate to take his side because I want to take your side, but also an uncircumcised penis looks kind of like when you roll your socks up. You know what I mean? Like when you, <laughs> you know, I don't know how you fold your socks, but I fold my socks. Hold on. I'm going to show you. I'm going to take my socks off. I'm going to show you exactly how I fold my socks because it looks like an uncircumcised dick with an Under Armour thing on it. So it's like you take your socks, you kind of put them together, and then you like, you know, you fold them up so that they can go in the drawer together. And like, tell me that doesn't look like I just got this little like sock foreskin and there's something. Look, it's even at like a weird, sad kind of angle. Like he's not erect. Um, he's not aroused. First of all, I, I want to thank you for the, uh, the the size comparison there. I'll take that as a huge compliment. Yes, and you'll notice they were black too. They were black as well. I've got frostbite. I was traveling in the Antarctica and I was kind of like, my dick's gone black. You know, that was it. That yeah, I mean, I was journey. thinking more like a Ray J transplant or something like that. You know what I mean? You're like, uh, you see, I went a different direction. I upgraded because <laughs> I think frostbite yeah, I mean, on the dick would be terrible. <laughs> but me and Tom, yeah, we we, we started doing Thorskin, and uh, it was great fun. But uh, the problem is with with Thorskin is we we were we getting I was getting drunk, Tom was getting fucked up, and we were getting like good guests on, you know, respectable guests. We had mm. Ralph Garman himself. We had Andy McElfresh, Eddie Pence, all these amazing people that came on our show. And um, we thought the show had just like gone a bit too far with sort of, I don't, I, I don't mind not having a filter, not at all. But I work with a show that's 
very family orientated, quite well respected, yeah. and a bit more sophisticated about over here in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I wanted something I could marry up with that. That is, that's still raunchy. That's still loud and proud and sort of out there, but not as much, you know. There's, yeah. a, there's a there's a line, and so, we were making too many abortion jokes and yeah. uh, things, uh, so we were kind of reined it in a bit. Uh, so we killed Thorskin, which is a shame because it's probably the best name ever for a podcast. It was a great name. I mean, it, you suck is a great name as well. I'm going to put that up in the pantheon of great names of podcasts along with shit happens when you party naked. Nobody Absolutely. forgets the great names. If you tell them a podcast name and it's some <laughs> lame shit, it's like um, laughing with Jay. And it's like, the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. I mean- yeah, I guess it's a comedy podcast, and the guy's name is Jason, the host of fucking thing. But I'm gonna forget that. Like, you know, it doesn't. But something like Thorskin. I'm I'm guessing there was no other podcast called Thorskin in Not all of fucking podcast land. Not at all. And there was a drunken thing as well because me and Jimmy would have having a few drinks at mine, and there was originally going to be like four of us. So and I, I was going to go for four star geekly news because we was just going to be talking about movies yeah. and shit, right? And there was like that's so generic, that's yeah. so shit. Um, you could do better than that. To, I am better than that, yeah. And it took rum to find that fucking answer for me. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was meant to be for, uh, four of us uh, talking about geeky shit. And the one of the ethos of the show was to bring people together. So I was like, so there's four of us. Uh, there's Thor, Thor's Thor, Thor. Yeah, oh, that's good, isn't it? Because Thor's a fucking superhero. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And uh, the, the people that we bring together, they're, they're our kin. So Thor, Thor's Thorskin. I was like, wow. Yeah, I was very yeah. happy. And it sounds like foreskin, so it's perfect. Yeah, it's cheeky. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to kill the show for being too raunchy because, hey, I, I mean, I like raunchy. You're talking to a guy who always shit happens when you party naked. And, yeah. you know, it's just. That's how we met, man. It is. It is. But, I, you know, it's like um, I can I can kind of understand that, too, because there is like in the podcast space, there's a lot of of I mean, there's just a lot of people. So uh, folks have various. Especially now. Yeah. Well, it's only going to get worse. I mean, this shit gets cheaper and cheaper every year. And, you know, it's not, I mean, it's nothing like you said the, the you had the blue snowball mic. I mean, that's a USB mm. mic. It's, I mean, it's the, there's a low barrier entry for somebody who says, I think I'm interesting when I'm drunk. Let me record everything that I say when I'm drunk and then post it <laughs> on the internet. And this is, I am me when I'm drunk is exactly what the world has been waiting for. So let's do it. Um, I don't know if that's always the case, but like, uh, I think a lot of folks will try to set themselves apart by kind of going after the, like the shock value. And it's, I mean, I'm, I love crass and filthy and dirty humor, but I feel like there has to be a little thought behind it. I feel like you still have to have some methodology or something like that. I don't feel like you can, I don't feel like you can just like I'm just gonna because if all you want to do is offend people and get attention by being as offensive as possible, it doesn't take very long before you just drop an end bombs and that's like that's your podcast now is like well how do I offend people maximally and then how do I top my own offensiveness from the last exactly, episode yeah. so it's like well this episode I gotta say retarded and next episode I gotta say fag and not talk about cigarettes because I'm in England but then after that I gotta start dropping an end bomb because even. Even saying the FAG word isn't surprising people or shocking people anymore. So I don't, I mean, I like, I like being able to like say whatever you want and feeling that level of freedom. But at the, on the other hand, if all you're doing is just trying to like shock people, then 
the like one-upsmanship is you're always going to wind up in like abortion jokes, rape jokes, and <laughs> M bombs, and that's. Well, I mean, like we, we. I always used to like write copious amounts of notes, right? I was, I've always been a perfectionist when it comes to putting my shit mm. together, right? So I'd always come up with a plan. I'd always write loads of notes, drop in links, pictures, all sorts of shit. Until we started doing uh, what the wish. What the wish was a, a little bit of an improv game that we used to play. All the shit that wish would send you. Yeah. Uh, as a suggestion, we would like write them down and we play this game, What the Wish, where you would on the spot, we wouldn't know what was being sent to us. Tom would send them to us, we wouldn't know what he'd send it. And on the spot, come up with the funniest, like, uh, what is it? What is it? But like, not actually what it is, the funniest version of what it is. And that's when we realized, shit, we're actually good on the spot. Like, we can yeah. say funny shit without having to write it down. So the notes went out the door. But then again, so did any sort of care about what we were trying to say. And you're right, you know, there was, there are so many podcasts now, especially this anchor bullshit, like people recording it on their fucking iPhones. Yeah. Like, and it's all just a bunch of fucking guys that are all like, oh, yeah, let's just say the most diabolical shit in, in the, you know, in the shittest way possible. Oh, we don't care what we say on our podcast, mate. We got no filter. It's like, yeah, but your, your show sounds like shit, mate. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm with you. Difference. I, I actually think too, like a lot of every time I'm looking through like podcasts and stuff, because there's a robust community on Instagram and Twitter and shit, and I'll be like scrolling through, and it's like two drunk guys, two drunk women, three drunk bitches, and it's like you'll you'll scroll through, and I'm like. This is just a hobby for alcoholics. Like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, what, do, do any of you guys like want to do anything creative? Or are you just like, hey, I ran out of movies to watch when I'm fucked up, so I'm just going to record the conversation. What I think happens is that people get people get hammered. This used to happen to me too when I used to get hammered. But people get hammered, and they would start having fun, and they would start having funny conversations with their other friends who were hammered. And it sounds hilarious when you're like in there and you're with it and you're hammered with everybody else. But if you've ever been that one drunk guy driving people home, or excuse me, the one sober guy driving a whole bunch of drunk people home, because I've done that before on a few occasions where you're the sober person, you're being responsible, you drink water, Diet Coke, and all night you're just watching these other four or five assholes Fuck just get idiots. belligerent. <laughs> yeah, and they just slowly turn into just fucking retarded animals just like falling out like their shoes are falling off and they're like tripping but over John, 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 look i just farted on my hands smell it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i mean they just and they just get like just belligerent hammered and then you're driving them home and and at that point it's been like five hours you've just been spending time with these fucking guys you're just like fucking pass out you dumb son of a bitch. yes i'll take you to mcdonald's you dumb son of a bitch just fucking go to sleep you know but but they think they're fucking hilarious and so that's the thing about like all these drunk podcasts and hey, I'm going to record into my phone when I'm shit faced hammered with my four other friends. It's going to sound like shit. And we say whatever we want. It's a podcast about everything. And uh, when we're drunk and it's like, if you've been that sober, per I mean, who's listening to your podcast? Are we getting drunk and listening to your podcast on Saturday night or are people listening to it at work at on a Tuesday at 9 a.m.? I mean, that's a possibility too. Like think about the people yeah. who like to listen during work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love stuff like that. I do love, I make stuff like that, you know, but you've got to be clever about it. You can't just be like saying just a bunch of random shit. Like, I mean, you, Donnie, myself, like the reason why we all get on is because we make similar shit. We yeah. make similar shit. Well, we're you know? different, obviously. We're geniuses where yeah, the rest absolutely. of the world is just, they're obviously, they're, they're numbskulls. I never considered myself as a sociopath. 
Until now. Um, <laughs> fuck those guys, right? No, um, uh, but my, my, I like my ethos. My ethos uh, through everything I've ever done, through uh, Thorskin, You Suck, Oh, The Biscuit, is to bring people together. And forgive me uh, if this offends anybody, but it's true. I want to go, I want to, I want to uh, appeal to the, the 30 year olds living with their parents, the guys that can't go out with six mates down the pub, the guys that can't get out and make friends very much like I was when I suffered very badly from social anxiety. I want to say, come and chill with us, come and have a few drinks with us, have some fun, uh, let your hair down uh, and join, join our family and join our, join our, you know, join our kin. There you go. I'll take uh, it one <laughs> step further. I'll take it one step further. All you folks listening to this. Let's smoke some fucking spice together. Let's fucking eat someone's <laughs> face. Let's fucking rage. Yeah, let's do some fucking shrooms. Let's fucking listen to Alex. Let's listen to you suck. And let's fucking stab somebody with our dicks. Y'all listen, let's listen to some Megadeth. Let's listen to some Megadeth. Let's, let's bring up the tempo. Bring up the tempo. Bring up the tempo. Bring up the tempo. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Mark, I mean, you can't talk like that when you're on Spice, can you? It's all fucking. I, yeah, I think it would sound intelligible to you, but to everybody else, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio and in, uh, in Wolf of Wall Street, where it's like everything seems normal. <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. And then, like, you know, you see what other people see, and he's like, blah, 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 you know, he just can't even talk. He's just, a, he's just like a pile of mush. I love Put your. Put down the phone. Put down the yeah. phone. <laughs> I love that movie. That's definitely one of my wife's like top three, probably of all time. And I got to give her a lot of credit because she's got good taste in movies, mostly like 90%. And I feel like I hate to insult all of my female listeners out there, but uh, women, mostly your taste in movies is shite. And <laughs> shite. Shite. And feel free to at me, Party Naked Pod, at Party Naked Pod on all the socials, DM me. If you disagree and you can tell me why I'm wrong, but I think I'm right, at least for now, until you correct me and, I, and you change my mind. I think women, by and large, not all women, of course, not all women, but a lot of you have pretty shitty taste in movies. And I'm sorry. It's, it's okay. You like what you like, but I don't like what you like. And that's why your taste is shite. My wife's taste is pretty good. She loves fucking Wolf of Wall Street. We watch that movie probably once a year. And um, that one's just a fucking classic because I feel like I just implored people to come smoke spice with me. And I felt like Jonah Hill where he's like trying to talk Leonardo DiCaprio into smoking crack with him. He's like, smoke some crack with me, bro. Let's smoke some crack. I feel like that was me a moment ago. I was like, let's do some spice, bro. Let's do some spice. And that uh, feels oh good. God. Feels good, man. Uh, anything, uh, Margot Robbie naked. There you go. That's a winner right there. No, it's a yep. perfect. <laughs> it's a yeah. perfect film. Yes, that Not is a finish. really well done. I would like to. I would like to applaud Martin Scorsese. The dude was like seventy when he made that fucking movie, and he's still talking these young blondes out of their fucking clothing. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna film your pussy today, and that's all there is to it." So fucking trim that thing up, you know. I'll get this lady over here in like wardrobe. She'll shape your landing strip for you. We'll get all the little hairs out of there. We're gonna put some makeup, cover up any of the little red uh, bumps you get from shaving or whatever. We're gonna fucking film your pussy today. It's gonna be great. I, th I don't think Scorsese has to meet to a woman. I think he's just like, you want to be in my movie? You take off your clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just like, okay, yeah. yeah. For you, man. I'm not gonna make you, know? you blow me, but you're gonna have to take off your clothes. I'm gonna film your pussy today. I'm sorry. Oh, you're not gonna run a train on me today? Oh. Uh, okay, okay. You you asked. It's consensual. Okay. No, but my friend Bobby gets to fuck you. Bobby De Niro. He gets to fuck you. I'm sorry. Gotta let Bobby <laughs> fuck you. 
I've got to say though, um, uh, Margot Robbie's brilliant in that film. You know, the yeah. whole stop flexing your fucking muscles, Jordan. But then she went on to do that the Suicide Squad shit, and I was kind of like, what the fuck is this? Like diabolical shit. What the? Yeah, yeah. They Margot waved the Robbie. money at her. Somebody just, you know, they they held a stack of money in front of her, and they say you don't even have to get your titties out because it's PG thirteen. Mm, exactly. And she's Australian. She's Australian as fuck. Like, so when she's doing Is those she? accents, you know, yeah, she's Australian. Oh. Yeah. So, so the accents are good, but like, yeah. Believable. Believable yeah. for sure. Yeah. I watched well, her in, in that. Um, I watched her in that movie um, about Nancy Kerrigan where she played Tanya Harding. I haven't seen that. I didn't understand. I don't understand. I don't know what that is even about. Is it? Is it worth a watch? Let me explain to you a little important piece of american history i can't believe they don't teach this to you in schools i mean even over there this is a tremendously important piece of american history so uh it's beautiful because it's everything america stands for and i love it and i stand behind it 100 as a proud american as a proud yankee i i feel like this is what america is about and i want i want us to be known for this shit it's competition no matter what when it all costs it's not this bullshit it's not like fat people on a motorized scooter going through a Walmart like you fucking people always think about us. You think about shoeless rednecks living in a trailer park, butt-fucking their sister, and then getting <laughs> into a cart at a Walmart because they're morbidly obese and buying a Hawaiian punch jug that's like four gallons of Sunny D. Anyway, that's not all of America. That's a lot of America, but that's not all of it. A lot of it is Tanya Harding was a figure skater, like an ice skater in the Olympics. And she was kicking ass. And then this other bitch, Nancy Kerrigan came on the scene and thought she was hot shit. And yo, uh, you know, Tanya Harding had this abusive husband that was a wag job or whatever. And they had to teach her a little lesson. He took it upon himself to pay another dude to like whack out, uh, Nancy Kerrigan's kneecaps. And it didn't even fucking work. Cause like, even though they, they fucked Nancy Kerrigan up, she still skated again and whipped some ass at the fucking Olympics. So it's like, you didn't even fuck her up. Right. You know what I mean? Like they went easy on her, I guess. Cause she was like a young girl, kind of cute. I mean, how are you going to beat up some young girl kind of cute? Like, how are you going to bust that, those knees up? I wouldn't, I don't have the, I don't have the stomach to bust up some young girl's knees and she's cute and she's brunette and she's 20 years old and I'm going to go just with a baton and I'm going to bust her knees up and ruin her career. I don't, but, but in I, Tanya, it is worth a watch because Margot Robbie is good. It's got, um, I think it's got Sebastian Stan in it as well. I think oh, Okay, he's yeah. the other dude in it. And, uh, yeah, so I, I say it's worth, it's worth checking out. If you can find it at a rental for a buck or two bucks or whatever, definitely worth checking out. No, Sebastian Stan, is he the guy that played Winter Soldier? Indeed. Right. Okay. All right. That was a good poll. I don't know where I got that from. Okay. Good poll. Yeah. yeah. Probably every Marvel movie poster ever. It's not like he's a famous <laughs> person three, now. Three, I mean, those Marvel three. movies are pretty obscure. So it's a, that's an amazing poll. Yeah. I can't that's believe, a, uh, can't believe it for I can't um, believe your brain is working that sharply this late at night. People, as you're listening, uh, understand that there is a five-hour time difference between myself and Sir Alex. Uh, you have been knighted by the Queen, right? It is proper to call you Sir, Lord Sir it's, Alex. Yeah, all podcasters get knighted in the UK. Good, now, yes. Sir Alex, yeah. They still treat you guys um, with respect over there. O- over here, it's like everybody's a fucking <clears throat> podcaster, so no one gives a shit. You know, <laughs> but that I don't see that as a problem, though. I see like there can be as many podcasters in the world. All that does is add a bit of competition. And if you survive that competition, 
a bit of prestige, right? So, like, you mm. beat them, beat those guys. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked pretty well for blogs about twelve years ago. <laughs> I know people that make some serious fucking money from blogs. Yeah, still, I should day, you know. What mm. the fuck am I doing this for? Should have made exactly. a blog. I mean, it'll come. It'll come. I mean, I've I've just turned the shoes of biscuit into a legitimate business. It's uh, it's its own registered company now. Because um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I I shouldn't be bragging about it because I, I don't. Yes, I, you I, should. I don't do. I don't do bragging. I, I'm I'm actually quite modest, you know. Um, but yeah, the biscuits taken off in a huge way because um, it's hyper local, right? So I haven't gone for. Oh my God, I, w- I want to get James Franco on my show and talk about uh, what he did with Alice in Wonderland, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get Kevin Smith on. I want to talk about your shop and your business. I want to talk to the mayor. I want to talk about okay. this local author. You know, all these things that just in the SY area, you know, that's yeah. the, the postcode, you know. And um, yeah, it's, t- it's proved to be quite actually quite a powerful tool for the town. People really like it. So um, I need funding now. I need funding. To, to get our own studio we are using a, uh, a unit at the moment we do have a studio but it's an empty unit that we're using i want to get funding so we can uh, get our own studio and uh, spread that good news and Fuck it's yeah. worked yeah it's worked so so you got to get the queen to give you some tax money or some shit like that that would work pretty good you can get grants yeah you <laughs> you can get like uh, heritage grants and lots of money that you can sort of apply for because we're a cic which is a step down from a charity so you have the uh, it's called a community interest company. So like non-profit, there you go. A non-profit okay. company. Thank you for um, putting that in English for me. Yeah. You're welcome. Is that, was that English? Was that all right? You know, cause I, we, you guys don't speak English. You guys don't speak English. You speak you American. Guys don't speak. We speak English. You don't speak. You speak, English. you speak American, man. Me and Tom Bruno get lost in translation every fucking week because I'll say something like the whole, the whole you suck idea came from me talking about cider I was sat there with like three bottles of cider. I was like, yeah, by the end of the show, I'm going to be absolutely fucked up. He's like, what are you drinking? I'm drinking cider. He was like, what are you, five? And I had to explain to him, no, cider was just cider because cider in America is apple juice, right? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's, I think that's just Tom. I don't think that's Americans. <laughs> I think I would have understood that you meant an alcoholic cider. I mean, because of course you can refer to a uh, non-alcoholic cider, which is very similar, like you said, to apple juice over here. Mm. Um, but then a lot of times when a, an adult, it's the context, it's reading into that person's subtext of what they're saying without saying it. But if you told me that you were going to get fucked up off of cider, I would presume that it wasn't out <laughs> of your kid's lunchbox. I would presume that it was fermented in some way such that it contained ethanol in sufficient quantities to fuck you up. I just think you guys are dicing with death a little bit when you call one thing cider and another thing hard cider. Because if you get the, you gave your kid the wrong fucking juice box on the way to school, yeah, social yeah. services are going to get in touch before that day I feel like school if, is finished. If you if you're dumb enough to give your kids <laughs> alcohol, I mean, first of all, the alcoholic cider, you like the regular cider, the shit you give your kids over here, probably like that over there too. It's a little juice box. It's got a little straw yeah. on it. It's like you're not mistaking this for alcohol. The other one is is in a bottle. It's got like a twist off cap. Sometimes you got to like get a bottle opener because it doesn't twist off because it's fancy like that. But it's um it's definitely a different animal. Um, like if I give my kid the bottle. The hard cider, I'm fully going to expect that kid to get fucked up off that one <laughs> bottle and then s- proceed to smash the bottle and then try to knife somebody with what's left, you know, like the broken glass in their hand, like, come on, motherfucker. 
Give me your Hi, goddamn lunchable, you piece of shit. Uh, we need. <laughs> We need to speak to little about little Tommy. Um, he was dancing on top of his desk um, and screaming, get your tits out, get your tits out. He's in kindergarten, okay? We need to talk about this. <laughs> we need to talk about his behavior. Get your titties out. Kept screaming, get your titties out at the girls while brandishing a broken hard cider bottle. He reeked of alcohol. Absolutely could not stand up. He vomited on the floor, on the rug with the ABCs on it. <laughs> Pissed Bought in the on corn. his hand and then rubbed it in John's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I taught him that one. That's my mm. bad. You know, I used to drink a lot. What do you want from me? Now I drink a little, all the time. Um, what's your uh, What's your go to drink? What's your What's your poison? You know, I'm not I'm not a big drinker anymore. As much as I, I talk a big game, I talk a big game, but I am 100 all talk. I'm 99 talk because I drink. Maybe two beers um, a month ish on average. I haven't had a, I, I've had, I had two beers on Thanksgiving, which probably means nothing to you because you're not American. But um, Thanksgiving is like the tail end of November. Uh, so we've, um, done we've done, we've done this talk. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So like Thanksgiving, um, that was like a few weeks ago now, and I haven't had anything to drink since Thanksgiving. So I don't drink a lot, but when I do, I'll usually have a beer and I like to have something that's seasonal, something that's, um, you know, like a craft beer, like something that's, um, local and something that like I can, you know, you know, the area and it's not some big mass produced shit like Budweiser or something like that. Uh, so yeah, usually like an IPA, I love a juicy, hazy new England IPA. The ones that look like you're oh, drinking nice. sunny D those are my favorites. And if I, if I drink hard spirits, which I, oh, I, it's been a year since I've had any hard spirits at all. I believe it's been at least a year. Um, I will occasionally drink a Kentucky bourbon, which is a, a particular brand of whiskey. I don't know if you guys get bourbon over there. I imagine you guys import oh, G- some. JD, Jim Beam, that sort of stuff, yeah? Uh, Jim Beam is a bourbon. Yeah, I've been to the Jim Beam distillery, in fact, in Kentucky. I've got family yeah. in Kentucky, so uh, it's like a family thing for me. My grandfather, um, who is like 90, and he's still kicking it. Don't nobody give him COVID. Uh, he used to work for <laughs> Brown and Foreman. And they are a major distillery in Kentucky. They produced a whole bunch of different whiskeys uh, for for various brands like Early Times, I think, was one of them. Uh, but there were a few uh, that he his company produced that he worked for. He still receives a pension from them. They don't do that anymore, but they that was a pretty solid gig. So it's like a family thing. It's sort of like when I grew up, like nobody in my family drank anything. Like he didn't fuck around and drink vodka. Like sometimes we would fuck around and drink absinthe if we wanted to trip balls a little bit. But mostly it was like you drink bourbon whiskey. And if you fuck around, don't fuck around with Tennessee whiskey. Get the fuck out of here. And bourbon doesn't come from anywhere but Kentucky. Don't. So I'm a little bit, even though I don't really drink anymore, like distilled spirits, like oh, maybe once a year I'll have like a whiskey. Uh, but it has to be, it has to be bourbon. It has to be like stag or uh, Pappy Van Winkle, of course. I mean, if you're only drinking bourbon once a year, you might as well make it good. Go for like a old Pappy. You ever heard of old Pappy? No, Shit. I haven't. Pa- that's one to look up. We're talking about bottles of whiskey, 750 milliliter bottles of whiskey. We're nothing, nothing crazy big or anything. Just a normal bottle of whiskey going for nice. fourteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars. Ridiculous wow. shit. Ridiculous shit. Wow. But it's delicious. I mean, I've had it before 
on occasion. And I've never bought a bottle because I just can't bring myself to drop that much on one bottle. But, no, no you fuck, know. I don't blame you. Well, how much is a glass then? A glass must be, you know, About 36 $40. bucks. Yeah, about 36 yeah. bucks when I had it. Last time I had it, it was about $36. And, you know, they'll give you... They'll give you three fingers in a tumbler, you know, look like this. They'll give you about three fingers in a tumbler, and it's about 12 bucks a finger. And you're like, God damn. Like, on the one hand, it hurts a little bit. On the other hand, it's like, fuck the rest of you guys. I'm drinking Pappy. Like, I'm drinking $1,500 whiskey. You cheap sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually, you know, you drink for the $36 price. I was the one giving the blowjob. But the Pappy <laughs> washes the taste out of your mouth. So after I got done sucking the bartender's dick, uh, the whiskey was a lot better, you know, in contrast to the the sweaty bartender dick. It was no good. You don't want that. <laughs> I've got a story. Like, um, I, I'm a, I'm a whiskey drinker. I'm, I'm just a normal Fantastic. guy, right? Thank you. Yes, I, but my family's Irish, see, so like, um, called Jamesons it. and Bushmills, things like that, you know. Uh, but I've I've switched to rum recently. Actually, rum's like my new poison. But anyway, this hmm. story, yeah. I used to drink in some rough... I grew up in a town called Wrexham, just over the border in Wales, North Wales. Shout out to Doesn't Wrexham. sound as nice as Shrewsbury, does it? No, it's I, not even the as Wrexham, nice as Shrewsbury. The Wrexham biscuit? That doesn't sound nice. No, it's not going to happen either. No. Um, but, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I used to drink in this place called the the Old Vaults um, pub, and they actually made a documentary here in the UK, the UK's roughest pubs, and that pub featured... That Zach pub that I used to drink in featured in this documentary. And I used to know people there because I'm kind of a social chameleon. I can sort of like get in with people and stuff. And I took my brother who's not quite, he's not quite as um, sort of down the streets. He's not quite there with, with kind of like how to be in pubs and stuff like that. Yeah. He's not a bloke, you know, he's not like a bloke. Like, And um, I was stood at the bar with him. It's all these like tattooed big guys playing pool in the corner and people sat around chatting, smoking fags and stuff. Cause you could then, I was like, Oh, I'll have a pint of what have you. I was like, Sam, what do you want? He went, um, I'll have a peach archers please. And I went, no, you fucking won't. <laughs> so you'll have a pint. You'll have a pint, please. <laughs> peach archers. That's a peach snaps, by the way. Yeah. In the fucking room. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were about to smoke another fag, right? They were like, everybody like the record screeches and everybody looks at them like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Be charges. I'll never forget it. Cheers, Sam. Thank you for that. That was, that was a phenomenal way to, yeah, show me up. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's terrifying shit right there, you know? I can't believe mm. that place was on the da most dangerous list. Oh, it's just, I mean, pubs pubs in the uk they go back decades you know they get some you know older than 100 years old yeah you know? and you know bad shit happens in pubs and they go through waves of being all right bit dangerous comes down a bit all right and if you know the right people and you stick to your you know stick to your corner have a you know do a bit of karaoke and stuff you're not going to get into any bother uh sometimes it does find its way i used to drink in this uh other place um called the Cambrian Vaults. Okay, so there's the Vaults and there's Cambrian Vaults. Mm. That was a rough pub too. Um, but I knew the owner of that one and every now and again, a fight would break out and the bouncers would come running in and drag someone out and you everyone back to your drinks. You know, that's just kind of how that's it was That's how it's supposed then. to go. That's how it's supposed to. I mean, you know, that happens over <laughs> here too. We see the dust-ups and shit. People get too drunk. They, you know, they got to get tossed out. I've seen people get their asses kicked by bouncers and, you know, you just kind of like stand back a little bit. You let the bouncer... Mash that guy's shit in and then, you know, 
It's back to business as usual. You're trying to get laid anyway, so you're not even, who cares? You know, you're trying to chat up this woman. Yeah, you're not trying to get your ass kicked, your teeth kicked in. That's my wife. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) very sorry. Do you mind? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I had a friend, uh, Chris, years ago I used to work with, and he was like, yeah, man, because he was a, he used to, he was in a band and they went did an American tour and uh, he was like I had a guy pull a gun out on me in a, a bar in Texas because you know you go you go from uh, UK pubs to American pubs and you forget that people have guns with them mm, so when someone's yeah. like being a dick and you're like yo what the fuck dude and he did the, the very generic thing just you know removing the jacket from the side of his hip and just showing that he had a gun in his belt and he's just like fuck off and he's just like oh Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really only have one option at that point, and that's to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so you just say, have a good evening. There's a few tells over here that I like to look for. Uh, yeah. And so, like, a lot of times if you see a person's car, you don't always, you can't always tell by looking at the person. If you're inside a bar with them, you know, just assume they're armed and you'll probably be all right. But if you see someone's car and you see a sticker that says, sig on it or it has the little don't tread on me snake on there or it says molon labe which is the greek for come and come and take them then usually they're a second amendment guy and usually the second amendment people have guns because that's kind of the way it goes so it'd be weird to have one of those stickers on your car that says sig on it it's s-i-g and uh if you don't if you're not packing heat but you got the, the the sticker on your car i don't know it's like people who get the adt uh, like uh, security, they got the little. I don't know if you guys have them over there, but it's like home security, and it's like a little yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that you put out in your yard to say, like, "Hey, we got an alarm, so don't come try to break into our house." But it's like fifty percent of them don't have the alarm, or like the alarm's not still hooked up anymore. They don't want to pay the service fee or whatever, but they'll yeah, still yeah. put that little sign out that says "protected by ADT security." You know, cameras on twenty four seven and shit. And half the time, I think it's just bogus. But maybe that's a good idea. Like, I should send you some fucking gun stickers. Put them on your fucking car, and then no one's gonna fuck with you because they're like, "Oh yeah, that guy, that fucking." How many times I get pulled over on my 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 daily commute to work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's got guns. Like you know, uh, we had a we had a drive by uh, in Telford, the, the the town that I work in. We had a drive by shooting in Shrewsbury, Telford. Uh, oh, so the, Telford. the next town down. Um, okay, they're they're uh, fucking scumbags what... there though. Shrewsbury's nice. Nobody does that in Shrewsbury. Uh, you'd be surprised. Actually, like this is one of the the, the things that I learned doing the shoes of biscuit. I, I spoke to a guy called Ben Butler. You won't mind me mentioning his name because he's a good guy. He's a good friend of mine. <clears throat> and he used to be a gangster. He used to be an enforcer for mm. like gangs in Shrewsbury. Like Shrewsbury is a beautiful town. Don't get me wrong. And I'll always talk about how amazing Shrewsbury is. But every town has a dark, you know, underbelly, doesn't it? You know, mm. and uh, you know, drugs and violence is is one of those things. And knife crime in the UK. Yeah, you, you know, guys love knives. Bad, you know. Yeah. Mm. If you can't yeah. shoot them, stab them. That's the next best thing. Well, I, I was talking to Bruno about this, and he's like, "I I would prefer to be shot than stabbed." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Well, to stab someone is like is is quite fucking personal. You know, you get right in there. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's quite a horrible." Thing. I, I feel like I feel like I would be a lot quicker to shoot somebody than to stab them because. Like you said, you don't really have to. I mean, like, you can shoot somebody from far away. You're not going to get any blood on you. You know what I mean? You don't have to, like, if you're stabbing somebody, like, that's, you get to, like, watch them. They're, like, get all offended. Like, 
what the fuck are you stabbing me for? And then they get all like, <laughs> they die and shit. And you're like, oh, the last fuck. breaths, like, hit yeah. the earlobe, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I had to feel his erection pushing him on my on my leg when I stabbed him and shit, like, because he was, I don't know, like, I had to pull him off somebody's old lady and stab him, and he had, like, a boner still. You know, like, you don't want to get that close to somebody. I feel like um, I'd probably rather be stabbed because I feel like you're, you're more likely to survive a stabbing, maybe. I don't know. What are you more likely to survive statistically? I want to do that one. But uh, also, like, the stabbing, I definitely would rather shoot somebody than stab them. You'd have to piss me off pretty bad to get stabbed. You'd have to piss me off a little less to get shot because I'd be like, yeah, at least I don't have to clean my my clothing. Like, I can still wear this shirt the rest of the day <laughs> after I shoot you. But if I got to get in there and stab you, chances are pretty good. Like, I'm going to have to change the shirt. I might even have to go, like, I got to scrub my, my hands down because I got blood up to my elbows. I can't. You know, I'm delicate. Yeah, you get flashbacks every time you pop your uh, your plastic thing that you put in the microwave. Oh, my God, that takes me uh, down. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that time I was stabbing that guy that owed me money. Oh, shit. Fuck, there's lasagna everywhere. It just looks like blood. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> shit, you guys watch Goodfellas over there? I've seen Goodfellas, yeah. It's another Martin Scorsese film, since we're talking about the, the great, uh, Martin Scorsese himself, but that's in my wife's favorite top three as well. That's, we've we've discussed two of my wife's top mm. favorite movies, so she's got pretty good taste in films. Goodfellas is another one that she just we, we have to watch once a year, which is good. But there's that scene at the very beginning where they like you know they pull over because Billy Bats is still in the trunk and he's moving around. They're like oh fuck, he's still alive. And so like Joe Pesci is there like opening the trunk, you know he like reaches into his fucking. Thing and you think he's gonna pull out a gun or something he pulls out that giant knife he got from his mom it's like he's looking like fucking michael myers except he's like five two you know what i mean so it's like the knife is like the size of his whole fucking arm and he just runs in and starts fucking stabbing that guy and it makes that nasty sound i don't know how they recorded that sound but it's like this really gross kind of like squishy stabby sound yeah. and i'm just thinking like i could never do that oh i'm squeamish yeah it's like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was like stabbing somebody with a penis except with a knife so it sounded like porn except the guy was getting like stabbed he's like, nah, 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 and he's like making all those sounds oh it was just it was a nasty scene but i love that movie so much such a good movie yeah that's good man let's change the subject though uh, <laughs> christmas you don't want to do like 30 do? more minutes on people getting stabbed to death uh, yeah, i was I mean, like i, I got all these want. notes I'm sure the it's listeners all, would love that yeah it's should, all should I, bring up some videos i got all stabbing <laughs> notes it's all i've got like three more pages of stabbing do you think it's funny though, right? They'll uh, Facebook will leave up those videos of people getting stabbed and shit. Like they leave them up for days, and sometimes they'll go viral and they can't take them down. But you oh. say something bad about Trump or uh, yeah. fucking Mark, fucking Zuckerberg, and you're gone for like three days. Like it's that's crazy, what I'm saying. It? Like they'll leave up, they'll leave up violent, actual violent crimes. But if I pull mm -hmm. my dick out on a Facebook live stream. It's gone. I. It's just gone in seconds. <laughs> nope. Come on, guys. Nope. Like, why do you prefer one form of stabbing over another? Why can't I? Why can't I expose my genitals on a Facebook live stream? But you can show teens stabbing another teenager. It's. It is weird. It is. I. I feel like it's a weird kind of selective thing. And um, you know, I don't. Have you ever, don't like have you ever reported something on Facebook? No, like, please. Would you own up, own up to it? I have. Have, I have. Have you really? No, I just fucking, I've I never, honestly, half of it is probably because I don't know how. And the other half is like, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy. Snitches get stitches. I'm just going to keep fucking scrolling. If someone pisses I, me I, off. 
the way I see it is, right? Okay, I've only ever done it once. Um, and the, the, the only thing at that time, my my oldest, who was who was like fourteen at the time, just joined Facebook, and I know he's like seen all this shit. And there's this guy, like this video of this guy getting hacked with machetes, like he's literally like the like butchering him to death. Oh, and even even when he's on the floor, there like, there's like three of them all just like, bah, 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 bah. and I was just like, that was on Facebook. That was. <laughs> I was on Facebook, man. I was like, yeah, this needs to go. Just because, like, I, I knew my little boy. My mother is not that little anymore. Let's let's be honest, Alex, you're old, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I know he's possibly going to come across that. So I did. I pressed report. Do you know what they said? There's no infractions. They, I don't know if it was a, a problem or if there was a... They hadn't quite seen it, but they were like, no, there's no problems. It's yeah. Fine. It's just, just a man getting murdered by a machete. Come on, haven't you seen yeah. a movie before? Yeah. That video was so fucked up, though. Like literally, a battered old white beamer pulls out. Like six guys jump out with machetes, and this guy's gone in seconds. Like seconds. Like, wow. Yeah, that is ridiculous. The, maybe you guys have like English Facebook. Maybe British Facebook's a little <laughs> different. Because I've never seen a guy get murdered. I mean, like you have to usually look around. You can find video of people dying on the internet, but you usually got to like hunt, hunt it down yeah. a little bit. I, I feel like there used to be a website for it. There used to be a website, rotten.com. Did anybody do you remember that? That was like a big thing for a while. Rotten.com yeah, and yeah. everyone what used to happened go on to there. You, that was a long time ago, man. You I mean, like, do people like, just like, videos stop? of people getting in like trapped in meat fucking grinders oh, and shit? Yeah, I can't watch that shit. I can't I don't nah. have the stomach for that. Nah, it's horrible. I can't watch um, that. That's terrible. It's just not the best thing to jack off to. I mean, like yeah. I mean, I'll get there. It takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I prefer microwaving kittens in order to to yeah, yeah. become aroused. I feel like, you know, the like the the wood chipper is like so 1997 with the movie Fargo. I feel like I got over that little phase, and now my thing is microwaving a cat in order to achieve erection, and that's exactly. really that's the problem with smoking as much spice as I have in my life because, um, you know, then you Hamsters just in a blender just. Yeah, I like that too because then you can have a little snack <laughs> afterward. You get like a little smoothie. It's got like replace your electrolytes and shit. You replenish all your fluids and shit because, you know, you just I'm can't. so glad there's some video, Jason, because you're trying so hard to look hard as fuck. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. man, I love it. You can see his smile. He's just like. I'm, yeah, I'm man, ready. I love this shit. <laughs> that's what I, that's the voice I make when I try to sound hard. When I'm telling my wife what's up, I'm like, you go do what I say. I told you. Yeah. This is what I love about you, Jason. Because, like, I I love this show so much because you're like, hey, dude, let's fuck. It's so fucking great. But to speak to you, you're one of the sweetest guys I've ever met. Yeah, that's why I said I'm 99% talk. Like, I'm so full of shit. I I mean, I'm so full of shit. Like, my wife knows I'm full of shit. Like, I'll fucking hold a knife and I'm like, I'm going to come across this room. I'm going to stab you to death with with this (laughs) knife. And she just keeps laughing at me because she knows there's no way I'm going to do it. Like, I'm all talk. Like, I'm 100% capable of saying something that I absolutely do not mean. And, uh, like, there's no problem. There's no problem there. So that's why I'm able to talk about microwaving a cat. I don't care if Paul McCartney and and what's her face never listen to this fucking podcast again because they're in PETA. Fuck them. I'm microwave <laughs> a cat to get an erection, and that's the only way I can go. <laughs> I mean, I've still got your. By the way, listeners, uh, me and Jason are tight. Like, I think it's two years in a row you sent me like uh, Christmas cards. Yes. Yeah. Has your address st- changed? By the way, I need to ask that because. It's a it's a bit of a nightmare at the moment. Okay. Well, uh, are you aware of my situation? No, I'm not at all. So why don't you tell me about it a little bit? Because I I've, okay. I've seen your cryptic Facebook 
uh, updates that are like, you sort of mention something and I'm like, what is he talking about? He's being cryptic. I need to, to chat with him about it. And then we I spend an hour talking about shit. dicks. I'm like one of these because like you, then you just get the, you okay, hon? What's happening? Yeah, you okay, hon? Give me the gossip. No, but uh, okay. So let me explain. My situation is um, we're in a house in Shrewsbury. Um, we wanted to move to a brand new house and um, our tenancy was about to run out. So we didn't renew it because we're moving into a new house. Uh, so we come to stay with my mother-in-law for a couple of weeks. Now, what happened was between moving to the new house um, from the old house, the, the this house failed its safety inspections from the people that built it. So they then started this argument like, no, it's fine. And then they were like, no, it's not fine. And they had, there was this legal battle. Then there was COVID, which delayed it for another few months. And then they did the work. That wasn't good enough either. And there's just been this year-long battle Wow. Been at my mother-in-law's now since February. Throughout the whole pandemic, Christ. we've been technically homeless. Um, so it's we're not. We're in a very nice building. Yeah, uh, we're in a very nice apartment, but like we don't have a fixed abode at the moment. It's been a fucking yeah, and that's fully fledged nightmare. That's yeah. rough. You're in an apartment with your mother-in-law. No, she's not. So she's staying with her with her sister. So we've oh. got this apartment. Okay, it's, okay. it's amazing, right? Uh, Tom Stevens, who's my co-host, came up from Cheltenham um, to see me. Uh, we did the hot wing challenge, right? Uh, so we came to stay here. And um, I drove him into the underground garage, and we went up the elevator and came into this beautiful apartment. He was like, I thought you said you were like, homeless and shit. I was yeah. like, no, we just don't have a home. You know? It's just yeah. a, a So you're like, I'm situation. homeless on paper, but I really, I'm staying in a really nice place. Get my dicks yeah, up exactly. every night. That's yeah. what all this shit is behind me. It's all packing and stuff because we thought we were going this week we, ah. they said friday we'd get the keys and then we got a phone call today saying ah <laughs> you, you never guess what <laughs> i was like you were fucking out we thought we'd be in there for christmas you know bet you're thinking about stabbing somebody now aren't you like i don't oh, care how close oh, yeah. i gotta get i'm gonna fucking stab this motherfucker <laughs> there's an apartment empty just down the down the corridor here in the same building is here and we were like should we just have a look at it? But like that'd be like me living next door to my mother-in-law, and she'd probably hear us fucking, and that'd be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Right? That that's the weird part. Living near your mother-in-law, because my my in-laws live. I mean, they live like twenty minutes down the road, so they're mm. obviously they're not going to overhear any arguments or any fucking. But it's nice having them nearby. Shoot her. Though. She'll hear. They'll hear shoot her. Yeah, they well they, they might not even hear that. They might, but they watch the kid, which is nice. Like they're close enough to take the nice. kid. And that's been pretty nice because we lost our daycare yeah. thanks to COVID. Like they bulldozed the building. Like they shut that business down for good. It's gone. So uh, we were kind of like, who the fuck is going to watch this kid while we work trying to make some money, motherfucker? And um, so yeah. my in-laws, they, they watch the kid a couple of days a week, which is really, really nice. So it is like there's a benefit to living close to your in-laws because you could just pawn the kids off on them. Then they can all hear you fuck because you're like, hey. It's date night. Why don't you watch the kid while I bone your daughter? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to get inside, which is always a weird conversation. I mean, like my in-laws are very, very cool. I love my in-laws. They're great, great people. Super, I love spending time with them. They're like our besties, but it is a little weird sometimes. I'm like, hey, you guys mind taking Evelyn overnight? Because like me and Christina, we're going to have like a date night. We're going to go out, have a little dinner. Uh, we're going to wine and dine in 69, except without the wine and dine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I forget that they're my in-law. You know, because we're so buddy-buddy. I'm like, we're going to wine and dine in 69 minus the wine and dine. <laughs> we got a drawer full of toys and we're going to use them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we're getting out the big black dildo. 
God, it's so huge. It's nasty. This thing still smells from last time. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, you know, you don't want to cross that boundary with your, with your in-laws because then it gets yeah. kind of weird, but they know, I mean, they know that you're boning anyway when you got kids together. Well, Cause they're like, well, well the evidence staying with them while you're doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm so grateful uh, to my mother-in-law for letting us stay here. Yeah. But the, the, the problem is with it is guilt. Like she's not getting, she's not being able to stay in her own place. She's staying with her sister, which is great, but she hasn't been able to have her own sort of space. Yeah during all this it's just it's just a, a weird fucked up situation like i'm seeing people we've got not one christmas decoration up this year like, that's there's no tree in it. Oh. and yeah you know you're seeing all these people like they're having their bubble christmas this is the one year you get to spend you kind of forced yeah to spend uh christmas with your family right yeah. you, there's no running around to the, the grandparents on christmas eve there's no going around all the families and shit this is the year the year that you can just sit back and get fucked up with no <laughs> consequences. You get to smoke all your fucking spice and you don't have to drive. You don't got to go anywhere. <laughs> Christmas morning, we're getting high on fucking bath salts, bitches. Bath salts and all your stockings and a crack rock on a tree. We're going to fucking smoke it. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, uh, we're, we're a close family. and uh, That's good. My, you know, That's good. So That's a good thing. Uh, we'll, we'll get there eventually. It's been a t- trying year, really. Has. But I mean, I think the... The saving grace for me has been having the podcasts and the thing because the yeah. Shrewsbury Biscuit, I just put everything into it. Yeah. Everything into it, like literally. Um, which is good because it's it's won an award, it's won awards, it's 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 like trebled in its listeners, it's become what it is. And I feel like that's probably my drug, I guess. Yeah. You know, we were talking about at the beginning. That's my vice, is sort yeah. of like overworking and stuff. You know, Honestly, does your wife appreciate that though? Because this is kind of my vice too. I mean, I just told you and all my listeners that I've I, I drink like one whiskey a year and like two beers a month. I don't gamble. I don't smoke. I don't. I mean, honestly, like I try to tell my wife, I'm like, look, podcasting is not that bad. There are guys that you could have married, guys who probably went to your high school who literally have a cocaine and prostitute addiction. Their vice is fucking strangers for money. And my vice is just sitting downstairs after the baby goes to bed for an hour and recording a podcast with a guy in England. Well, I mean, it's really in the grand scheme. It's not that bad. How does your wife feel about it? <laughs> I mean, uh, I like what we do. I love what we do. I mean, it gets me, it gets me in good places. Um, are you all right? I am. I think somebody just, I, I forgot to close my messenger window and that was the sound of, uh-huh. of someone, uh, sending me a message. I'm going to close my messenger window because we were using messenger to talk and I didn't, I just never closed my messenger window. Hey, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, there's an echo now. What's that echo? Hello. 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 It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Don't worry. That was, <laughs> um, what were we saying? I think um, the, the bath salts were kicking in and you started to hear an echo. It was like, womp, 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 womp. <laughs> I, can hear my, I can hear myself. It was an out-of-body experience. Is that what I really sound like? Uh, the podcasting thing is is not it's not as uncool as people make out. I think there's a lot of jealous fucking people out there that are like, oh my God, you do a podcast? It's so cringy. Like, oh my yeah. God. So, you know, make, saying, so- saying the word cringy is cringy. <laughs> Exactly. Don't tell me um, I'm fucking cringy, man. That's that's gets me to go. Gets me into good places, though. You know, I get to go places for free. You know, before before COVID, I was going to Comic Con free every week, every, yeah. every, every time it was on. Um, I get to go to special events and 
get food for free and you know whatever I went to go, I went to Oktoberfest and got fucked up for free. Yeah. Went to the Camera yeah. Beer Festival. In fact, uh, did you see that vlog I released the other day? I went to a, a food share thing. I saw um, part of that. I think that was on Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a guy there called Nori Porter, and he runs a camera, which is like a group of people that look after the old, uh, like beer places, breweries, and things like that. They they kind of keep it, try and keep it as old-fashioned as possible rather than people like fucking Coors Light and Budweiser and Carling and also pushing all the older beers out. And um, I turned up to one of his festivals and he uh, he's he's a broad Scottish guy. And he's like, hey, here you go. You have a, you'll have a gold bland. You'll have a gold band to go in. You don't pay for your drinks tonight. No, you're getting fucked up for free, lad. You're getting fucked up for free. And huh. I did. Nice. Fucking great. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. Well, um... I'll tell you what, it's probably pretty late over there where you're at. Well, it's quarter past two in the morning. God somewhere. damn. Are you like a you like a night owl type of dude? I used to be until I had a kid that wakes up at five. I just got stamina. You know, I can go for days. No, I, I work nights normally, so I can I can be tired and, and do I stuff. I mean, I've got to take the kid to school tomorrow. I've got two podcasts to record, three to record tomorrow. I can just do this shit. Hell yeah. It's all the fucking drugs. Yeah, that's what it is. All that spice, isn't it? I'm gonna record <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, why don't you tell the fine people of Schweipen where they might be able to hear your podcasts and uh, get in touch with you if they feel so inclined? Well, I'm not going to tell you about the Shrewsbury biscuit because you're not going to listen to a, a podcast about my town. I mean, you never know. You might. It. Shrewsbury has a nice name. That's a really nice sounding town. It's nice. Uh, Charles pleasant. Darwin was born there. I mean, you know, hell yeah, got that going for it. That's yeah. the guy who killed God. I we hey us us guys over here in America, we don't like that Charles Darwin fellow who tried to tell me Jesus wasn't real. I we're celebrating Christmas this month. I know Jesus was real because we're celebrating Christmas. That was the day that baby Jesus was born. God damn. It reminds me of was it Family Guy where they were doing like the uh, the uh, the hillbilly uh, History Channel. And they're like, it's like uh, the dinosaurs, and they're like, the Earth is two thousand <laughs> years old. <laughs> uh, Jesus hung out with uh, the dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Shoes of Biscuit is a is a great show about my hometown. Uh, they, we do cover things that are interesting. I mean, I've spoken to archaeologists, historians, yeah. and authors, things like this. But uh, I think the show that you guys would appreciate uh, this listen, the listeners of this show, is the the USUK Network, USUK. Um, and it's it's brought to you by a team of people either side of the pond, and there are four shows that you can enjoy. There's What's the Difference with Tom Bruno, who I believe has been on this show, um, and that's a great show where we speak to people from all, all walks of life. The idea of that show is to build a bridge over the Atlantic Sea, so we speak to people from America and people from the UK, we talk about cultures and, you know, what's yeah. the difference, basically. Uh, then you have uh, you, suck, you Suck Chronicles with Jamie Westwood and Tom Stevens, and they, they all speak, they speak to the, the, they'll bring you the chronicle of such and such. They just have Mark Bernard in on yeah. from uh, Fat Man Beyond. Uh, you know, they've got some great guests on there. Um, we also have the Weekly Bazaar, which I do as well with Lucy Orchard and Shane yeah. Chebsey. We speak to you about the most fucked up news stories in the uh, that are trending that week. And then I we was do a live show on a Wednesday as well, which I need to get you on, Jason. Let's do that. I was listening to uh I was listening to the Weekly Bazaar as I was making my dinner tonight. Oh yeah. Did you enjoy yeah. it? I did. It was the most recent episode. Yeah, I think you put it out like Monday, whatever. It was a couple days ago. And I did oh, enjoy wow. it. I did enjoy it very much. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's where you can get it. And it's at usup.podbean.com. And follow us on Facebook and stuff and Instagram. We've got lots going on. I highly suggest that if you're listening to me, uh, go follow Alex, go follow you suck, uh, or go fuck yourself. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> well, mate, yeah. thanks for staying up late to talk to me. I do appreciate it. a pleasure. It. I'm, I mean, I'm glad we finally, we, I've been wanting you to come on the podcast for, I don't know, a, a year probably, maybe more, but yeah. it's like, it's tough with the five hour difference, but I'm glad we worked it out and that you're functionally nocturnal. So that's pretty fucking fantastic. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to hit you up after this actually, cause I want to make sure I got the proper address cause I want to send out the funny swiping Christmas cards again. Also, I want to invite you, Tom and anybody else on you suck network, um, to record a short, like a brief snippet, 30 seconds, whatever. What was great about 2020 for you? Okay. Like what personally oh. happened to Alex that was the tits about 2020? Cause every year I do a fuck the previous year because like fuck 2018, because fuck 2019, because, and everybody just gripes about whatever they they were, you know, whatever pissed them off that year. It could be very pedantic. Like a lot of my gripes are very pedantic, but, uh, it was funny cause you just bitch about the previous year. And I don't care that that fucking year is over. Cause fuck that year anyway. But this year, like 2020, it's like everybody can like every time you get on social media, someone's complaining about 2020 being a fucked up weird year, stupid year. So I have to like flip the script a little bit. I have to, I don't want to just go with that. It feels like low hanging fruit. So I want to mm. encourage everybody to think of the awesome things that happened in 2020, even if they're small and pedantic and not meaningful to anybody else. And so you, Tom, anybody else in your network that feels so inclined, I want you all to just like quick snippet, record it, shoot it to my DMs, or I'll, I'll uh, give you guys my voicemail, or whatever. So you can just leave a voicemail. I'll play it on the show, right? I play everybody's submissions on on the show. It's the first episode of the new year for for shit happens when you party naked every year. That's what we do, and I give everybody's show a shout out, and I thank everybody for the contributions and stuff. So I want to invite you guys to do that if you feel so inclined. It doesn't have to be any big thing. I just have people like leave me a shitty voicemail. It doesn't have to sound good. It doesn't have to be. Uh, long or whatever. It doesn't have to be produced just like, you know, if you I mean, obviously inclined. it's the, uh, the hustling people out of toilet paper and hand sanitizer. That's what I did. I had trucks full of stuff, man. Yeah. You, you know, made a lot of, a lot of dough off that shit. Yeah. Toilet roll, two pound each, mate. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a pound is, but that's awesome. I don't know what the fuck a pound is. I don't know if that's cheap or not cheap. I don't know, but fuck. Yeah. Um, it's a, about a dollar seventy-five, I think. <laughs> oh, that's not even that bad. That's cheap for toilet paper. Is that one. like per roll? For one, for oh, one, for, one, for like yeah. one single roll. Yeah. Okay, that's kind you of expensive I mean? for one single roll. Yeah. Well, if you want it, if you want to wipe, do you want to wipe your your ass with your hand? I love then wiping my ass it. with my hand. I'm half Arabic. I wipe my ass with my hand every Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Don't shake with my left hand. That's why we shake only with the right hand, because I use the left to wipe. That's how we do it in Saudi Arabia, and we throw women <laughs> off of towers for being gay and trying to learn how to read, and I'm a splash acid in everybody's face. This has been Shit Happens When You Party Naked from my boy Alex. Everybody, suck both our dicks. And then we'll give you some fucking toilet paper, you weirdos. Low voice, I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks. Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt. If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss. Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? Fade that bitch out like a fucking professional. Steady hands.
That's how I got my wife pregnant. Boom. <laughs>